What is up, Ball Squad Nation? We are back with episode 33. I'm Michael, and I'm here with Alex. What's up, guys? Noah. What is up? And, of course, Dalen. How you guys doing? And we have another episode for you guys. Today, we're going to do another Ball Squad Player of the Week, as per usual. And then we have a few things to talk about, including the All-Star Game and some trade deadline rumors. So, first, let's get into our Ball Squad Player of the Week. Alex, who do we got for this week? So this week, we got the big man, Joel Embiid, who averaged 36.5 points a game, 12 rebounds, and just under five or six assists. They went 3-1. and one. Their only loss came to the Clippers a week ago today. Um, these three goons next to me were all trying to pick Jokic, and I said, no, no, no. It's got to be Embiid. <laughs> So, I got your back, Joel. He convinced worry. us. He convinced yeah. us. Man. I got it. I got you, Joel. He hardly convinced us. <laughs> it's okay. Embiid's deserving. He hasn't won a Ball Squad Player of the Week before. So, actually, neither has Jokic. But, I mean, it was kind of hard to decide between the two. I do feel Both bad were deserving. Jokic. Jokic has been so, like, Jokic <laughs> had worthy weeks two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah he so. has. He's had, yeah, he's had plenty of weeks where he could have gotten it. That's why he's second in the MVP race, but. Oh, he's first now. Well, I, yeah, okay, that's fair. As of today, actually, as of today, he's first and Embiid is second. It depends on where you look, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going off the, the MVP ladder. But, yeah, Embiid, he's definitely having a great year. You know, he basically picked up where he was from last year dominating so this is actually really a good, good segue because what i was gonna say is um Embiid is his amazing season is getting wasted right now by the sixers because they're holding on to ben simmons yeah yeah and that's, that, that, true. That, that's what we want to talk about for the news right because the uh the sacramento kings just today said that they are no longer going to pursue Ben Simmons in trade talks because um, the Sixers are just asking for way too much. And I've also heard other reports that the, which it's probably just rumors, honestly, but that the Sixers aren't going to trade Simmons this offseason, or until the offseason, excuse me, um, because they want to try to do some type of big splash and like maybe package uh, Tobias Harris and do like some type of sign and trade, maybe get um, a big name like James Harden, for example. And mm-hmm. I think I think it's ridiculous because although you know you never want to count on your your superstar to have a down year, you can't let this amazing MVP season go to waste. And that's kind of what the Sixers are doing by not pulling the trigger and getting another star next to Embiid. I mean, I I agree with that, but the other like. They are not gonna get another star next to Embiid this year with Ben Simmons. Like, who who are they gonna get? Because no I one's gonna become available. Get no someone. Do you see how close the race get, is? Who? Buddy Heald for the Kings? Like, no. that's not gonna like, like, like that's that's they, not because the the package is probably gonna be like De'Aaron Fox, maybe Halliburton, at maybe. most, at and, most, and that maybe like good. a couple picks. I would do that. Wouldn't you do that? I don't think the Kings would. I think the Kings would be dumb to do that, and that's probably why the Kings backed out. Because they, they said they backed out because they were asking too much. That's too much. I know. I agree. That for, is for too bet, much. Like, that's, but that, that's what I'm saying. Is like If they did offer that, I would 100%. If I were the Sixers, I'd be like, yep, yep. Yeah. And I think the other thing, like if you're the Sixers, like do you do you get 
say just Aaron Fox or someone that's okay and try and make a run at it this season when even if they do get someone else, I don't think they're gonna they're real contenders. Or do you try and get James Harden in the summer? I don't have an issue with I it. think I try think the ultimate Harden. the ultimate plan is Harden, Dame or Beal. One of those three players, I think they're banking on one of them becoming available in the off season. It's got to be Harden, man, because he has a relationship with Maury. He has the Maury connection. And and he's going to be a free agent. Lillard's not a free agent, and neither is Beal. Beal might be. Beal's not. No, Beal signed an extension. Yeah. So, so Harden, Harden's the only one that's a free agent, and he has a connection. Yeah. So you technically, you don't even need to trade Simmons. You, you just have to get rid of that, him. You that's know? What well, I'm you'd saying. probably do a sign-in sign trade, trade. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I don't think the I don't think the Sixers would even have the cap space to sign Harden, like outright. Yeah. That's because true. they are they have so much of it going to Embiid, Simmons, and Tobias Harris, so they would yeah. need to trade someone out. Harris's ben contract Simmons. is so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's it a is. good player, but his contract is bad. It's just it's a little overpriced for sure. I I think waiting for Harden is smart, but they have to like know Harden wants out and. There's been some smoke this week for sure about Harden potentially wanting to leave the Nets this offseason. And but to me, it doesn't seem logically sound because it's like, dude, you're already playing with KD. You already have a great team. But he might be fed up, you know, with like the Kyrie drama and all that stuff going on. So Yeah, what, what I heard, he wants out because A, he doesn't like living in Brooklyn. B, the whole Kyrie situation is really annoying. Um and like I saw this this like tweet or something like that a while ago, and it like just popped up again because people are memeing about it. And it was like, oh, uh, Harden's gonna love his situation in Brooklyn. He doesn't have to be the main guy. He has two other superstars right next to him um, to help carry the load. And then and then it showed the starting five for that week, and it was like <laughs> it was just it's just Harden and a bunch of like role players or like you know. On most teams, they'd probably be on the bench. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, yeah. it just hasn't been that fun for Harden, I'd imagine. So I don't know. But, I think so, Philly so, seems desirable. Yeah, yeah, of course. I understand that. But it's also taking a shot in the dark. And we were just talking about this right before the podcast, how tight of a race it is with, like, in the East. Because the Sixers are the sixth seed right now, and they're only two games behind. So they have a really good shot at winning the conference. Um, okay. Oh, they're the okay, but do they really? They're five. Yeah. They're, they're I mean, if if they got someone like they're, a good return tied, back, they're tied with Brooklyn, Philly, and Milwaukee. And 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 you're gonna trade a player that's not even playing for you for something that could at least help you. Like, I'm not ta- I'm not saying you have to get someone big, but like, why couldn't you, in theory? trade for McCollum or something like that and then and then use McCollum in a sign and trade or I don't know like just something like be more creative. well McCollum's gonna be hurt for a while right um, that's true but he's yeah I know what you're so saying. like trading for him now is not really worth it I, I but like that was just like an example like yeah yeah that kind of situation like getting or maybe getting a package or something like that yes just like even like some more spot-up shooters or like some so like a defensive point guard, they don't have anybody at the point guard position that plays good defense really. Um, I don't know, like just something, maybe, and then and then you can still use those pieces next year to try to get Harden. I I'm just like spitballing here. I don't know, like you have to like sit down and like 
analyze it, like make it look good. But I just think Philly is in such a good position with how good Embiid's playing right now that it's like you can't just pass this up. What do you think, Galen? You, have, you haven't said yeah, much. I was, yeah, I was thinking about that too. I think that hard uh, – no, I'm sorry. That uh, Embiid is definitely having one of his better seasons this year, and it would be a shame to, like, lose him. But, you know, you don't want to seem to, like, overplay your hand if you're the 76ers because you don't want to, like – try and just go all in on this season and then, you know, you give up Ben. And, like, if you did, like, a situation like you're talking about where you give up Ben for, like, a CJ McCollum or something and then you can't really do anything with that after, then that's kind of, like, a bad situation, you know what I mean? So it's, like, are they willing to go all in for this season and, like, maybe, like, next season or so? Or are they just going to, like, wait out this season and then trade and then see if they can get, like, Harden or something with Ben Simmons? So it's, like, but either way, it's, like, you don't know what's necessarily going to happen, so... It's really just a shot in the dark for whatever they want to do. Yeah. I, I also like trading for Harden or waiting for Harden because then you have, you're not only getting Harden, you're also taking him away from Brooklyn. I think That's Brooklyn without Harden is not as scary. I mean, actually with Ben Simmons, I kind of like Brooklyn because of their defense and things like that. But you just have no idea what's going on with Kyrie in and out and things like that. They're they're significantly less scarier, for sure. That's true. And I feel like to match up with the other teams in the East, like the Bucks and the Heat, you're going to need a Harden-type player. You're going to need two superstars, you know? So I don't really blame them for, for kind of going for the big money here, if that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, that, it's just... I don't know. I, I still I, I don't know why they didn't re-sign Jimmy. I'll be honest with you. That, that was perfect. Well, Jimmy wanted out, didn't he? I don't know. I I don't was, I don't know if he did. The, talking... the Jimmy Butler situation. I think it, yeah. that was just like, um, I forget who the coach was, but um, of the Sixers at the time. But he was saying like they were asking like, can you control Jimmy? And then Jimmy was just like, no one's gonna control me. Like, don't, what are you guys even talking about? And then that made him mad, and he wanted. To, Oh, we're talking about Brett Brown? Brett Brown. Brett yeah. Brown, yeah. Brett yeah, Brown. yeah. I so just like, remember I think, hearing that. Yeah, go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, I think I think Jimmy, like, was open to staying, and he and he thought that they could, like, build something, but he didn't – he wanted, like, changes to be made within, like, the organization because he was, like – I don't know if you guys listened to the J.J. Reddick's The Old Man in the Three podcast, mm-hmm. but, but the episode where they had Jimmy Butler, but he talked about that a lot, like – he just didn't know who was in charge. He didn't know what the, like, Structure he didn't was, feel like practices yeah. were going well. And he just, like, and he he didn't like the situation there. And I feel like um, the 76ers were kind of, like, pushing him away. Yeah. At the end of the season. I also did hear that, like, along with that, because I do remember that, that the Sixers were prioritizing Tobias Harris a little more, like, signing that contract over Jimmy. So, I don't That's know. Ridiculous. Like, that didn't help. You know, so. so ridiculous. I feel like that was a good think, decision. Yeah. I think Jimmy also at that time was in the Jimmy that we think of now. Like Jimmy, at that, I feel like at that time he'd like come off of the Bulls where he was like labeled kind of like a I wasn't after bad the Bulls. teammate. It was it was right after the Timberwolves, Timberwolves. but the Timberwolves yeah. lasted no, but, what, but he like had a situation months. with the Bulls too. Like when, yeah. when he, him and Dwayne Wade were like calling out teammates and stuff, and and he got that was like that wasn't as big as the Timberwolves thing, but that was like something. He had that with the Bulls, and he had the Timberwolves with, like, the whole practice. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody knows this. I actually agree. Like yeah, yeah. No, I think true. Jimmy like, wasn't as, like, as revered at the time. Yeah, he wasn't. So, I could see like, that. 
And, and like, I, I'd be lying if I, I said, like, I didn't think about him, like, that way that as I do now, too. Like, I yeah. think of him completely different than I probably did at, at that time. I yeah, think, as, I think as, on as the Sixers, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm stuck between on the Timberwolves and on the Sixers <laughs> is when I really thought, like, okay, yeah, Jimmy Butler is, you know. When he went, when he went to the Sixers, he got a lot. I think he got a lot of people's respect because I mean yeah. that team was what one bounce away from making the Eastern Conference Finals because yeah. that was the Kawhi shot. Yes, yeah. So it's not like they. I don't think they and, like and failed that, or that anything. That season, you know? he was maybe not the best player because there's probably still Embiid. Um, yeah, but, but he, you know, he was definitely great. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was hitting like the big shots for them. Like, exactly. Was he was they, yeah. like every big shot that was. He was taking it. He had so many buzzer beaters that season. But anyways, yeah. so so back to just to like wrap up this, you know, part. Yeah. Um, I understand why they would wanna, you know, wait for Harden. I just don't think it's not what you would do. It's not what I would do, yeah. But That's fair. That's fair. I think I, I respect it. I respect yeah, And beat Harden would be pretty deadly. And then they still got their other players like Tyrese Maxey. Seth Curry, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, right? But I don't know. I think I think that they have a shot at at least going to the finals this year with how Embiid's uh, playing. I do. Not I without so. not without them doing a trade, or even if Ben Simmons starts playing. I which I don't I think, think it's even if even if they got a trade, yeah. Like I, if they got CJ McCollum, or if they got anyone from the Kings. Like even with that, I don't think they'd make the finals. Like I, I think the Bucks, when the when the playoffs go around, the Bucks will be ready to go. The Nets will be ready to go, and both those teams are better. I think. And I think Miami's better too. And yeah, and Miami. And Miami but I, better. I think Philly would have a shot. I think they'd have a shot. I think Philly yeah. could put up a fight. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't say that it's like easy, done, and cut and dry. Like I'd say like Philly would put up a fight against. Them. I think the top six teams in the East all have like. At least a little bit of a shot at the finals, in my opinion. And so, you like, think the Cavs have a shot at the finals. Oh wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Not not Cavs. I forgot that they were tops. They're, they're top three. Top three. Yeah. yeah, I forgot they were number three. I'd say the top six minus the Cavs. So five teams in the East have a shot at the at yeah. the finals, and I think it's fair. That's and I fair. say I say if you have a shot, like you gotta go for it. The the hard thing with the NBA playoffs that I've always thought is that with seven game series like the better team is usually gonna win like 90 percent of the time there's barely ever any upset yeah there's barely an upset and and that's what i mean like yeah the hawks last year yeah they they upset the knicks and then they upset the sixers but there's no way they were gonna do three upsets in a row like they were never gonna go to the finals it just same with the nuggets when they they upset Utah, right. they upset the Clippers. It right. was like, you know, the luck runs out, you know. Right, yeah. So, that's what I mean. Like, could the Sixers make the conference finals? Yeah, probably. They could maybe maybe beat the Nets, but then they'd lose to the Bucks. You know, like, I just don't, there's just It's no like way. a rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> All but, right, uh, do we have any other news that we want to touch on? Yeah, well, Alex goals. wanted to talk about his uh, little trade-off. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. 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 Let, let's see this. So I was listening to the Low Post uh, with Bobby Marks. And Zach Lowe was interviewing Bobby Marks, and they were talking about trades. They were talking about the Knicks. And Bobby oh, Marks was no. Bobby Marks was talking about the Knicks no. and about anything that he could potentially they could potentially do. And he goes, you know what? I say you call L.A. 
and you asked for Westbrook. And so the trade that he proposed was the Lakers sending Westbrook and a future first rounder. The year he threw out was like 2027. 2027, yeah. Yeah. So 20 so Westbrook and a 2027 first round pick for Kemba, Alec Burks and Evan Fournier. And I was like, "Huh. I <laughs> Like I like it's not an immediate yes, but it's not an immediate no for either team. It was yeah. kinda, it was kind of like uh, like it's not too crazy. It's not, it's, but he doesn't really <laughs> like, like, like that, that doesn't really him. do a lot for the Lakers, I think, though. I, it gets you I don't it gets like you really shooters. Like for either one, to be honest. I don't like that trade for either I, one. I actually don't yeah, think it's don't that bad for the Knicks. I think the Knicks actually, you know, they get a player with and a, a great motor, and you know Tibbs loves those kind of players. And, and just someone who can lead them to the playoffs, which is something they need right now. But my problem for the Lakers side is right now the Lakers need defense, man. And you're adding Kemba Walker. Like, I don't know. I don't know how but that's But at least you have out. some shooters. Like, Evan Fournier and Kemba are, like, okay shooters, you know. Yeah, they're, that's, they're that's actually than, a good better point. Better than Westbrook, you know. So, and... and Go ahead, Dave. No, you, you go. I was going to kind of change a little bit. What... What Bobby was saying about the Knicks part of this was that um, part of the issue with the Knicks right now is that they're just kind of lethargic and there's no yeah. there's no real like competitive spirit, you know. And and Westbrook always has that. He yeah. might have that while while throwing a shot off the top of the backboard, but but he'll have it, you know. <laughs> and so Westbrook would be the best player on the Knicks. Oh, he'd absolutely be the best yeah. player on the Knicks. But like. He he would bring a motor like you said, Mike, and and I think that would just energize the team a little bit. They need something like if you're the Knicks, you need something to change. If you're the Lakers, you need something to change. All right, screw it. Let's just change that and see what happens. What do you have to lose, yeah. man? It's house money. That's fair. That's fair. I could see that. I, the only reason I'm hesitant to do a Westbrook trade. Is because I I think Westbrook is getting a little too. I think he does more for this Lakers team than people realize. Like I think part of the reason why LeBron is having such a great year is because he doesn't need the ball in his hands. Like he doesn't need to do ball handling duties. He just focuses on scoring. I feel like there's a lot of little things Westbrook does that does end up helping the Lakers, but you know nobody really talks about it that much because. You know, it's a lot easier to criticize the low and lights and stuff. He's averaging nineteen and eight. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing. Like we talked about this last week, it's not that anyone on the Lakers is individually bad. They're just not winning games. The fit isn't. Yeah, the fit so, isn't there. Uh, so yeah. so something needs to change. So change it. That's fair. So I, I like. I'm neutral trade. on this trade. I would say I'm neutral on this. Trade. Here's what I'll say about this trade. That the reason I don't think it's a really good trade for either teams is like I don't feel like it sets either one up for anything really like i feel like you if the knicks they get russell westbrook maybe they have a little extra motor to go to the first round and lose in the first round like yeah i I don't feel like you take this trade and i don't feel like you can really step up from there and the same with the lakers like you get what was it kemba evan fournier and who else alex 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 he's the worst one of them like you guys (laughs) can like maybe you guys get some shooters and but you sacrifice defense a little bit and like Maybe you change it up, but like I don't feel like it sets them up for anything. And then I also feel like maybe it might be a worse trade for the Lakers because I feel like sticking with Westbrook would probably be their best move. Because 
we've we've all seen Westbrook. He just like goes down and then he just kind of comes back up like halfway to the. He'll start yeah. peaking like later in the season. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I feel like and you just kind of got to ride that wave with them at, le- at least for the uh, give him at least a season of just riding that wave. Yeah. The the other thing you got to think about too, the Lakers have so many guards, and they're gonna trade for three more. Yeah, well, that's technically adding thinking. two more, but that's what I was just still. thinking. Because like, yeah, you're getting rid of Westbrook, but then you're adding on Evan Fournier and and Fournier can play a small three. Yeah, but then you're sacrificing even. But more. we already have guys that can play the small three. Like yeah. I don't know, and they don't do it that well, but right. they exist. I'll, you know? I'll combat that real quick, Dalo, before we move on. Like. You're right. This doesn't like officially set them up for anything. But what do you set up for right now? Like the Knicks aren't even in the plan, so they're set up for nothing. And the Lakers are, I think, the nine seed right now. So you're set up to host, to host, and then play in the elimination game to make the playoffs. This at least gives you a chance to 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 build on something. It's not for sure, but it but it, so it's a total risk. Absolute yeah. risk, but yeah, it gives you yeah. a chance. Like it's it's something. Wait, you, you guys are to respond ahead, to that. To respond to that, Alex, I think the Lakers don't really have anything. I'm, I'm not gonna say they don't have anything to worry about, but like in terms of making the playoffs, like, I think they're fine. I, I don't think they'll be a playing team. Like they'll when they get AD back and LeBron's back and Westbrook's on his come up, up. Like I think they'll be okay. But and then for the New York Knicks, like I think they can make more things. Like did I? Say you talked about, like, on the podcast last week about the Dane trade that I saw or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I like I don't know if that's going to happen, but, like, I mean, that's, like, putting all your eggs in one basket, maybe. But, like, I feel like there's better options that they can take later on than just trying to mix it up just for this season. Yeah. I, I, I did I mean, see – oh, go ahead, Dale. Like, I, like it, it, obviously it's a difference, but, like – is it really that much of a difference between being like a low plane and then a first round exit, and then like, but you have nothing to build on like after that exit? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it really worth it? In my I opinion, mean, like, I don't think for, it's worth it for the Knicks. It it might be, and that, and for the Lakers, like I agree. I think they're gonna make the playoffs, but it's not about making the playoffs, bro. You have freaking LeBron yeah, you James win. on your team, like yeah. But I think so, they're better suited to win like long term with the team they got than the team they'd get from the, the Knicks. Yeah, uh, I in agree. My opinion. I we'll we, I want to see more games. I want to see more games with Westbrook, AD, and LeBron all playing because we haven't that's really what, gotten yeah, many of those. And Davis is soft, bro. Because, oh gosh, bro, he just dude, destroyed he, MB, dude. He had he had a game, as dude. Well, bro. He hurt his wrist and then still played. Yeah. Did you see that? Listen. No, I didn't see that. I don't know if you guys watched yeah, the game last good night. Good. I gotta go on my little up, AD bro. tangent, bro. He he looked good. No, no AD he, tangents. He he was listen. <laughs> so moving on. He he was on. Coach, Jared Dudley was on a podcast recently, and he said that AD contacted him about losing weight because last year Jared Dudley also tore or he sprained his MCL, and he lost like forty pounds after that. And once I heard that, I'm like, okay, AD's trying to lose weight. Which I think is a good thing because I think part of the reason he's looked so slow, like before he got hurt, was because he got a little bit heavier and he had to do a little more on defense. But yesterday when I saw him, I don't know. I haven't seen that AD since last season, I think. Like the beginning of last season. So I'm pretty hyped for him. You guys still lost by 28, though. 
18. Excuse me. I know, 18. but we stink. We stink, dude. But the, <laughs> but AD is good is what I'm trying to say, all right? Yeah. But, like, AD is back, I think. I know it's just been one game, but... And Embiid always had a triple-double, so I don't, like... He had 26, 9, and 7. But he was shooting terrible at the beginning. Like, AD yeah. was definitely holding him he back. Finished, he finished 9 for 20, which isn't great, but... He was like 6 for 17 at one point, and then he made a few shots in the fourth. Like, don't get me. I'm not trying to disrespect Embiid, but the fact that AD kind of got the better end of that matchup, haven't seen that in a while from him, and I'm hoping it, it can be like a... All right. Lakers we, fans have to celebrate 18-point losses right now. It's pretty we're, we're at we're at 25 minutes. Well, li- listen, Guys, hold we're on. At 25 hold minutes. On. We're at 25 minutes. Dude, we so, have time. We have time. I, okay. <laughs> we have 30 minutes. We have 30 minutes. Listen, all right. And the all-star thing won't take long. But he's like, he's like, we got 30 minutes. L- listen, bro. You people have just been hating on AD. All right. So I gotta come to. Someone's gotta come to his defense. You gotta realize, AD doesn't have fans, bro. Okay. Like. Yes, haters. There's LeBron baby. fans. There's Lakers. Fans. Someone's gotta be an AD fan, and I'm an AD fan. All right, he's a great player, and I, I'm just, you know, you gotta keep your your praise as loud as your disrespect. All right, so he's a great player is. on 2K. When injuries <laughs> are turned off. All right, all right. Let's move on to the All Star. Uh, wait, last thing before we move on to that. You were just saying. I know, I know. This is to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> A uh, lot of people are worried about the Lakers. I'm not because well, a lot of people, a Lakers fan? but a lot of people don't realize the Lakers wanted to be in this position, 24 and 24, at the. Oh, ace, I did ace see ace. that. Yeah. yeah, it's for Kobe. It's for, for Kobe. Kobe. Right. Dude, <coughs> dude, right now Kobe's pissed. Right now, dude, come on. He's looking at that. And he's like, "How you guys 500 mid season?" All right. All right. Let's move on. Topic. We wanted to talk about the all-star starting lineups that just got revealed yesterday. So right now, I'll just go through them real quick. In the East, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. And then in the West, it's Steph Curry, John Morant, Andrew Wiggins, LeBron James, and Nikola Jokic. So what are you guys' first impressions on these lineups? I'm not even going to state the obvious real quick. I'm going to talk about the East. I've got zero okay. issues with the East. I was going to say, I have zero issues with the East. I think the East is pretty solid. Only thing I could have seen change was, like, maybe Zach Levine over uh, Trey Young. But maybe. you already have a bowl. Exactly you already have a bowl. He did miss a lot of games, though, right? Zach Levine? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, he's still going to be an all-star. Yeah, he will be. He will be. But I think that might be why he's not a starter. That's I, all. I don't know. But, like, I, I, I'm okay with the East. I've have hardly any issues with it that would be the if i did have one thing i would maybe change it would be that maybe but i think the east is pretty solid good looking you know starting five of all stars um all right and then now into the west that's when we have a couple things that i would change mm-hmm. um anyone wanna i mean wiggins shouldn't be starting well, like, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll just say it like do you, do you guys have issues with John Moran starting? We're all... I, I, I kind of do. Where I have a... Oh, you can go ahead now. I'll say my piece after. I think... Um, what was that? Oh. That's football, Alex. Well, it's still breaking news. I know, but we're on basketball right now. So, um, I think the... The... Oh, gosh. I just lost... Oh, yeah. So, I, I think John Moran is a really good player this year. 
definitely in MVP considerations, like, you know, bottom tier, but top 10. But I would put Devin win Booker. Most improved, though. Yeah, he will. I think Devin Booker should have had that, that start over John Morant, and that's my only change in the West. Yeah. Wait, what about Wiggins? Really? Keep about Wiggins. Wiggins. What? I keep voted Wiggins. For Wiggins. I voted to for start? Wiggins. I voted for Wiggins. Wait, you voted for Wiggins? No, I'm just, just, I just, yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Dude, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not vote it's for Wiggins. It's been Wiggins, Noah bro. this whole time. <laughs> bro. I submitted 50,000 All Star gods with just Wiggins. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I agree with you, Noah. I definitely would. I think Booker deserved it more, but I'm, I can't say I'm surprised that John Morant won because of this is mostly the fan vote. And, like, John Morant's more entertaining to watch than Devin Booker is. And Devin like, Booker, low-key, has been... Not on Wednesday night, bro. That guy was... Yeah. I mean, yeah, on Wednesday night he was unconscious. But, like, were you, yeah, you I think of, like, him. ESPN, what you're going to normally watch, like, you, you'd rather see John right. Morant, like... Right, You don't want to see Devin Booker's, like, missed left-handed windmill. You want to see John Morant, like, snatch a block with two hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, what, what I was going to say is... Uh, that was so hot, dude. That John Morant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, dude, that was great. And so, like, Holy that's crap. my point is, like, I'm not surprised that John Morant got it in over Devin Booker, but I feel like Devin Booker deserved it more. I agree. And I was going to say, real quick, you go next, Alex, but I think that uh, Devin Booker low-key has not been getting as much attention as he should be. Because he's bro, happy. Every year, bro. <laughs> I know, but, but this year is even worse. Welcome to Devin Booker. Well, maybe it's not worse, because the last two years he's been an all-star, it's just been... Because injuries. That's why that, we're always pushing yeah, his squad. Yeah. That is ridiculous. And this year, he's going to be an all-star for sure. But I think he should have been a starter. I, he never gets the... Just just type it. Um, He never gets the attention he deserves. And it's I think it's kind of messed up. But Yeah, but. I, I just think it's crazy because the Suns are the one seed. Not just the one seed, but they have the best record in the league. And, and they have no, no starters. starters. I know. Mm-hmm. I... I understand starting Steph over Chris Paul. Like, I understand starting Steph over Chris Paul. That's fine. But, start, I don't know. For me, I feel like Booker has to play, like, amazing. And then even when he plays amazing, they, then, you know, Jock can still come and take the spot. Like, well, I don't know. Also, Michael, the thing is, is, like, it's not even Steph Curry over um, CP3. It's also John Morant over CP3. It's John Morant over mm-hmm. CP3 and Devin Booker because it's it's like positionless, right? It's just you have yeah, to, it's just guard. guards, yeah. Because yeah. so, John Morant is a point guard, so exactly. So they're yeah. saying John Morant is ahead of CP3 and Devin Booker, which I mean, which it's ahead of CP3 is fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. But it's, it's fine. just it's just fan vote, dude. That's that's literally it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What well, I was gonna say, I think Josh should be starting. But I also think that maybe Devin should be starting. But start him over Steph, bro. Like I have whoa. heard this before. I have I heard this. Now, I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it because I thought that was going to be blasphemy. But I'm happy Alex is bringing You guys know I love Steph. <laughs> love Steph. That guy's freaking awesome. But Jaw deserves it, man. Jaw absolutely deserves it. Nobody expected the Grizzlies to be where they're at. And they're, wor- they're at where they're at because of Jaw. And his stats are great. I have zero issue with Jaw starting. I would have an issue if Jaw wasn't starting. I don't know. For me, there yeah. was no way. I if don't think was there was. Devin Booker. If if it was Devin Booker and Steph Curry and Jaw wasn't starting, I would be upset. I think that Jaw really? should start over Steph. Yeah, I think the 
If I were so putting think, in wait, a ballot, wait, you think so John Morant is the best? Be? Yeah, John do you think Booker, my, two right? guards, my two guards would be Booker and Morant? Okay. I, I'm okay with this. I was I was honestly thinking it. I just didn't want to say it because yeah, I, I can't the backlash. Yeah, I can't in my head, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, th- those, would be, those would be my two um, starters. It, because would be, it would be Morant, Booker, Steph, and then Paul. Yeah, because if, if I say start Booker over Curry, I'm a hater. But if Alex says it, it's fine because, you know, Alex... <laughs> I'm a man of the people. Alex was with... Alex was riding with the Warriors for a little. Steph bit. has had a pretty bad couple months, and he had a, his like first game in a while yesterday. But I it's, believe it's it was. Thing, it's it's because it's Steph Curry, bro. But every, he, yeah. like he can't not be in. It like matter. that's the thing. Like, dude, remember? Especially after the start he had, I feel like people were just, yeah like, dwelling on the start. And him breaking the record, like I don't know, mm-hmm. dude. Like, it's remember Kobe played like six games one year and still got voted in as a starter? It's the same thing, dude. Like I don't know. So, I, All-Star is kind of a wash. I feel like All-Pro is a little more important than All-Star. Yeah, the All-Star oh, yeah. All-Star is not important. What, what I was who should start over Wiggins? That's the question. Yeah, who should start over Wiggins? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys that. that. I voted for Paul George. I know he's been hurt, but I still think he was on an All-Star trajectory. And really, besides Paul George, I didn't see that many options. Luca. May- well, you can't because he's guard. he's designated as a guard. Oh, he's he's a guard. Yeah, I mean, it would a hundred percent have been Luca, I think, if if he was designated no, as a forward. Shut up, um, Alex. Bro, I would have had if he wasn't injured. I would have had Rudy Gobert. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, but you can't have mm. Rudy replace. Because centers, centers are their own thing, right? Yeah, centers their own no. thing. It, I don't yes. think it is. It's just it front is. court, isn't it? Yeah, it's no. just front court and back court. No, I thought oh, it was... just front court and guards. I thought it was two court. guards, two forwards, one center. Uh, I no, think it's, it's just, just two, front two court and back court. Oh, wait, court. no, that, that's for all NBA, That's Michael. all NBA. Yeah, that's oh. all yeah. yeah, no, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, of course So, then that opens it up. Because then you could have... Yeah, I'd say Rudy Gobert, probably, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's do you go Gobert, Jokic, LeBron... That's what you have. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's it, they'll get drafted, so like no, they won't yeah, all be together. But um, yeah, because then the only other options would be like, well, Aiton's injured, but I don't think he was having a good enough season to be you know mm-hmm. starter. Um, you have cat maybe. Cat yeah. yeah. Cat, maybe. Um. Paul George, but Mike already said that. I don't know. I think. Kawhi. I think. Kawhi, he's an option. <laughs> I think, I think, I think definitely Paul George or or Gobert would be my options. I I think I would probably pick Gobert over Dude, the more. Maybe Wiggins should start. No, I Dude, don't think he's an All Star, right. bro. I think Brandon Ingram was a name that could have been in there as well. I know the starter? Pelicans no, are not like starter, not starter. Yeah, I think. so. I mean, if Wiggins is a starter, then Brandon Ingram can be. Brandon Ingram has way better numbers. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is Wiggins is it's a consensus thing. Like nobody thinks that Wiggins is actually good enough to be a starter. But the thing is, is he became a starter and then Twitter went crazy. And what people don't realize is they were the reasons that he became a starter. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I agree. But I'm just saying you could have picked anyone. I'm not saying it had to be Brandon Ingram, but he would have been better. You know, he would have been a better yeah, option. Of course. But you then know. you could pick like Mikael Bridges, and it's yeah, like, yeah, let's go Mikael. That's yeah, better. Let's do that. Uh, I think I actually think Wiggins ha- is having a better season than Mikael Bridges. 
Wiggins is averaging what eighteen. Mikel's averaging twelve. Like yeah. I, there's like a still a big difference between Mikel's, them. No, Mikel's yeah. like the fourth offensive option for the Suns. Yeah, because it's yeah. Booker, Paul, Aiden, and then Mikel. And if Cam Johnson's on the court, he's probably an option before Mikel too. So. So I just yeah I just want to confirm it is three forwards and two guards. I wanted to look it up and make sure. So yes, there could have been two centers, but has that ever happened before? I don't I mean, remember that ever happening. I don't know. I think you can get away with it here because I don't really view... Like, Jokic, I know, is a center, but he passes the, and shoots the ball so well that you could get away with it. He could play a forward. Yeah. Gobert like, can't play a forward. Right. Yeah. If you had two Gobert's on a team, you can't do that. Like, that would not work. Yeah. Like but two, yeah, you, two you can get away with Jokic and Gobert because Jokic is a good enough passer and shooter. I think. Well, the thing, the problem is, is like, one team is going to have Embiid and Jokic or Jokic and Gobert. If Gobert becomes Will a they starter. draft? Yeah, because they'll draft. Yeah. And so I doubt that they would draft Embiid and Gobert, right? Jokic would definitely be the four for one of those teams. Right. That's true. So I think Michael's just not seeing the news. What happened? The Giants, bro. The Giants hired Brian Dable, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy. Wait, I'm happy with that. That's what oh, I wanted. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, all right, let's uh, keep going. Okay, it so yeah, that either because Durant's just gonna pick all his homies and they're gonna suck. Like that. That's what happened Durant? last year. That's oh, that's Durant. what he's done, yeah. dude. Yeah, he just LeBron has won like the past homies. four years. <laughs> Durant pisses me off, dude. He's such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> what are you so mad at that about? Hey, I'm not even. Homies? I don't even hate it. Like I respect Alex for hating him so much. I respect that, bro. He he kind of hates him more than I do, which is surprising. I hate Durant, bro. He's such a loser. He, hey, listen, no, Noah doesn't play, like Durant because of the OKC the thing. You play and to win the game. Alex man. hates him because he ruined Steph's stats. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Look, hey, you don't freaking pick your homies. You play to win. You pick players that are gonna help you win the game. Okay. And you know what's smart? Your homies with the guys that are gonna help you win. That's what I do. Yeah, I remember LeBron got like what Giannis and Steph last year on his team. Like, yeah. Oh, he had like he had Giannis, Steph, I think he had AD, Jokic too. Yeah, like, dude was stacked. Okay, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. When you're picking All Star starters, unless you pick, if Wiggins isn't the last pick, then you didn't really make a wrong choice. Like, you can't pick any one of those guys and be like, oh, that was a bad pick. Yeah. Unless Wiggins isn't the last pick. If Wiggins, <laughs> if Wiggins isn't the last pick, then yeah, you made a mistake. So, I have to ask, KD, KD is a captain, but he's not going to play. So, he's going to make the, the picks. Last year. He, he didn't play last year either. Yeah, he didn't play. There, there so, who replaces some... him? Whoever's alternate is? Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, okay. Well, so, no, KD no, no. will basically Bro, have a starter it, pick for him, right? The starting lineup or no. last year were... So the starting lineups last year were, this is Durant's team, Kyrie, Beal, Durant, Giannis, and Bede against Luka, Steph, LeBron, Nikola, and Kawhi. Yeah, yeah that was ridiculous. Yeah, Wait, dude, but like, KD didn't play, right? So it was no, just whoever his alternate play, was? So it was probably... Like whoever he picked from his bench or whatever. Oh, man, that's even I think worse, it was Harden bro. who started. Yeah, I think it was Harden. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the, the bench is even more uneven, bro. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. bench is bad. Vucevic, Tatum, Simmons, Randall, Levine, <laughs> Brown. That's Durant. 
And yeah, I know. <laughs> Le- LeBron had Anthony Davis, Paul George, Gobert, Dame, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Zion. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's pretty yeah. insane. So yeah, we'll but, see. Okay. So, so, so One of these days, KD's going to be like, I want to win this year. <laughs> I know. Your guy. The, the thing is, though. He'll still try and join the winning team. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's not playing, he doesn't really matter. He doesn't care. Um, no, so, yeah, I don't know who will replace him. It just, I think it's going to be, it'll be decided on who um, had the, like, most votes out of, like, the next, like, all-stars so like no, the is it, isn't it coaches i thought it was coach vote that picks the the alternates what did i say you said just the the receiving votes like whoever received the most votes after i'm pretty i'm pretty sure the I coaches vote know. on the, the coaches pick the, the coaches will pick they, the reserves but i think what noah's saying are you saying like the next starter who will replace him will be the next of the fan vote of like the, the fourth oh yeah so so for the starter. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so who Just replaces and yeah, who replaces and uh, Durant as a starter comes from I don't know. the coach's picks. Let's go, Tyler Hero. <laughs> Alex, hey, what's not, wrong bro? with the All Star game? I mean, I mean, what? It's gonna be. It's gotta be Jimmy Butler. I'm sure he's gonna get in there. Yeah. Even though he's missed a lot of games, he's just gotta. Like there, there's, there's definitely a lot of options, but. And then I think Monty's probably going to coach the West is what it's shaping out to be. And the East is a toss-up, I think, at this point. I, right now it's Spolstra, but no, since the games, Billy since they're so Donovan. close. Yeah. Dude, I'd, I'd love to see let's Billy get Coach Williams down there, man. It hasn't been a, it's been a minute since. I don't think, actually, I don't I mean, think he's, he's ever coach. coached an all-star team. Well, has OKC been the one seed ever? No, no, like, no, because the, the years the we were really good, it was when the Warriors were really good. Yeah. Yeah, or well, it was like except, the Spurs. Except the year that we went to the finals during the lockout season. But that wasn't Billy Donovan. But, that was yeah. Brooks. So we've oh, never yeah. been. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. We've been the ones he was. Yeah, maybe Billy he'll Donovan. have a chance. He'll have a chance. But I yeah, I think the East is a toss up. I think the Suns. I saw if they win their next two games, then it's pretty much clinched that it's going to be Monty. So yeah. And they play the Timberwolves, <laughs> and I think the. We play Brooklyn soon. Uh, yeah, it seems like wins to yeah. me. <laughs> How long do you... Okay, last question, because we're at like 42 minutes. We're almost out of time, yeah. How how much longer do you think the uh, Suns can keep it up? Like, like, just predicting, you know, without jinxing anything, make sure you can knock on the <laughs> But like, how many losses do you think they'll end with on the season? Oh, they're going to tie the record, dude. Probably oh nine. my god! Yeah. yeah, probably nine. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll say I'll say honestly, I I'm thinking in the range of twenty to twenty five, something like that. that. Like they, it's a little high, but I I think they're gonna slow down. It's just inevitable. I feel like for every team. So you don't think they'll finish with, you know, twenty or sixty wins? Because yeah, if, if, yeah, if they, if I guess if they're they on finish, a sixty-one pace. They're, they're for they, sure winning sixty games, dude. Yeah, because Michael, if they get twenty-two losses, then they'll finish then, sixty. Like games. in the fifty. No sixty. Okay. Because it's 82. oh, at sixty, yeah. yeah. Okay, gonna, then that's a good point. From fifteen to twenty. Uh, that's why I, 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 I think fifteen to twenty. Fifteen to twenty. Sub twenty for sure. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty fair. They're at a crazy pace right now. I just I don't know they. I just think you know all teams kind of slow down eventually, and they're relying a lot if they're not on. They're going for the record, yeah. 
Yeah, and they're relying a lot on their bench and stuff like that, and you just never know what happens there. So, you know, and, and I think you can only survive without Aiton for so long. So that mm-hmm. that's what it is for me. Aiton and JaVale. Aiton and JaVale. Yeah. We were missing them our last game against Utah. Yeah, so, bro. Whenever Bismack wasn't on the court, Jalen Smith was getting eaten alive down there. Yeah, dude. He was, Which makes he's, sense. He also... Jalen Smith's good, but I he, mean he's not he's not a good interior defender. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. But offensively, I think oh, he's no. pretty he, he's pretty he's good. Really good. Like he's he was pretty, keeping he's his like own. Decent, but like he couldn't hold it down. No, no, no. Like uh, Whiteside was feasting, of course, but yeah. offensively, like he was doing pretty nice. Um, but I also don't think Bismack <laughs> is good at all. Like what? Bismack's big. <laughs> no, I just I said I don't think Bismack is good at all. Like. No, he's he's good. I think he's pretty good. Bismack blocked your mambo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, third string center, dude. I mean, yeah. come on. For a third I mean, string center, yeah. He, he has been. That. He has done exactly what we've needed him to do. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. What we? we. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I thought about. Go, go it's always sons. we. Go sons. <laughs> uh, Next I, week is gonna be like, yeah, we need to win more. Steph needs to do better. <laughs> 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 Where is our team chemistry? Wiggins is running around out there doing nothing. <laughs> what are we getting Draymond back, dude? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Draymond's uh, another guy that could have replaced Wiggins, by the way. Easily. Oh, that's true. Maybe that's, that's, that's what I was putting in. I thought about that, but I don't think he's having a good enough season to be a starter over he's, Gobert. He's missed least. a lot. Of over that's Gobert. fine. Yeah, that's fine. But I but, think uh, over Wiggins, yeah. Over Wiggins for sure. Yeah. I think Draymond would be a starter. But yeah, we, we should uh all right, let's wrap it wrap up. All up. right, thank you all for tuning into the podcast this week. We never really talk about too broad of topics, but we went a little more in depth on each of them. So thank you all for your continued support. Be sure to follow us at Ball Squad Podcast on Instagram, and I'll see you all next week. We love see you. you guys. Peace out.